Welcome to the Laugh Now Dad Later podcast. I am your host, RV. Today we're going to be talking about my experience as a stepdad and how it might help you out. Before we begin this podcast, I just want to make sure I let everyone know that the things I say on this podcast are simply my opinion based on my experiences. While some of these topics may be serious, we will always try to keep things engaging and as light as possible. So whether you're listening on your ride to work, sitting at home, working out, whatever the case may be, I appreciate you for listening and I hope you enjoy the podcast. In today's episode, we'll talk about a few things. First, we'll get into my experiences as a stepdad. Uh, We'll also talk about some of the challenges I faced, as well as kind of give you some tips that might help you become a better step parent. Let's get right to it. Eyes for a second. <laughs> Think back to that day, you know, you saw your sweet thing. You know, he or she's looking all good and smelling all good and all that jazz. You walk up to them and they, or you slide in their DMs or whatever the, the new thing is. And you know, you shoot your shot and then, you know, the rest is history, right? Now, what you might or might not have known is that. You know, that sweet thing just isn't a one man or one woman band. They come with a couple little drummers. (laughs) And here's the thing, you know, you just don't get to take the lead singer home. The little drummers are coming too. And those little drummers are now your little drummers. (laughs) You know, so before we get to this, I do want to acknowledge that my experience as a step parent is not half as complex as, you know, a lot of other situations out there. You know, there are a lot of very, very complex variables when it comes to the structure of step families. And, you know, fortunately for me, my situation has been on the simpler side of that. I have two stepkids, right? And I've learned a great deal over my time as a stepdad. Also, one thing I do want to note is that I do not refer to my kids as stepkids. I'm only referring to them as stepkids for the clarity of this podcast. But in life, I call them my kids because they are my kids. You know, I came into my stepkids' lives late. At the time, you know, they were already old enough to kind of be used to life with this, with just them and mom. So I ran into some challenges kind of breaking that, uh, I guess, barrier. My stepdaughter, it was easy because she kind of immediately clinged to me. But my stepson, you know, that was a bit more challenging because, and this goes back to what I was talking about in the first podcast, you know, he was in a single parent home. So he was already looking at himself, even at that young age, he was already prematurely taking on the role of man of the house, you know? So in the beginning, I had to, (laughs) I had to be careful how I kind of handled that and how I walked into that situation. And we'll get into that down the, as we, you know, in, in later on in this podcast about, you know, how you have to come in and you can't come in as a parent headstrong. You got to come in and build a relationship first. Right. You know, like I said, we'll dive deeper into that. But yeah, in the beginning, you know, it, it were there were some challenges breaking down these barriers created, you know, not only by the kids, but by their mother, too. Right. The kids and their mom, they all needed to know that, one, I was genuine Two, I respected them as well as their mother. Three, you know, I respected their space Four, I showed interest in their lives and kind of what they had going on. And five, I had to show that I know how to interact with them in a way that they were used to receiving love and attention from the people that cared about the most. That's a big deal. So as I said earlier, right, about um, not coming in at headstrong as a parent, 
That's something that I had to realize. You know, my job coming into this isn't to come in there and be a parent. She didn't need me. She already had it under control. She didn't need me to come in and be a parent. She needed me to come in there and be a boyfriend at first. <laughs> you know, she didn't need a she didn't need a second parent. You know, you cannot go into a situation as a step parent trying to be a parent day one. You're gonna be met with a lot of pushback. You're gonna be rejected, and it's probably gonna cause friction in your relationship. You know, it's not your job. Your job, your job in the beginning is to build relationships. <laughs> a funny story about uh the first time she left me alone with my two stepkids. She wanted to go to the store right quick. And at this point in our relationship, we'd already been together for a while. And I had already been spending the t- spending time around the kids. They already knew me. I've been playing with them. We've been going places together. It was so it was the first time that she left me alone with the kids. And it was only for a brief moment because she just went to the store real quick. But what makes it funny is that uh, as soon as the rubber on her tires touched the pavement, my two stepkids, they went into detective mode, right? They sat me down at the kitchen table. These two kids, these two, two, two young kids sat me down at the kitchen table. Now, mind you, I have, I've already been in the picture for a long time. I've, I've been around. I've been playing with them. We've been going places. We've already have a relationship going, right? And it's like, you know, I've been there for a minute. Okay. Re- remember this now. So they sit me down. Listen to me. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. This is the most terrifying experience I've, I've ever had in any aspect of my life. These kids interrogated me for 10 minutes straight. In my mind, it was like on the movies when you see somebody get interrogated by some detectives and then like the room goes dark and then the two detectives light cigarettes and then this big spotlight just shines on you. In my mind, those kids started smoking cigarettes and was just hammering on me with questions. <laughs> For 10 minutes straight, 10 minutes straight, just question after question after question. And it was crazy because I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, they, I've been around for a long time now. So did they like take all this stuff down as mental notes and were, and they were just waiting for this opportunity and they just pounced on me? <laughs> I never forget that. And, the, and what made it, and what made it even crazier is that when their mom came back home, right? They pretended like it never happened. They've never mentioned it. I don't even know if I ever told my wife about it because I was terrified. Matter of fact, when she hears this podcast, this might be the first time she hears about it. Your kids tried to interrogate me and it was terrifying. I am afraid of those kids. (laughs) But, you know, hey, it worked out. And I learned then that they were not to be played with. They were serious about their mom. They were serious about they they was they were serious in general, and they were not playing games with me. I, I've slept with one eye open since then. <laughs> but yeah, loving the death. I love them to death. But they don't play. So what that was for them was they just wanted to make sure that you know I understood them, understood how they felt about their mom. It was a trust and respect thing for them. Throughout that journey of gaining the trust and respect, you know, it was challenging. It was challenging because it didn't stop. It didn't, it didn't, the trust, everything wasn't gained in that moment. You know what I mean? There was still a lot of work to do after that, you know, and that was a challenging. It was, it was challenging. It was just like any other parenting situation, steps, step or biological, you know, you're going to be met with challenges now. But one of the most important things you can do in that situation as a step parent is 
to make sure that you're communicating with the biological parent that you're in a relationship with. You know, as parents, right? You got to be able to communicate your issues and concerns regarding kids. You know, I don't care if it's step or biological, like I said earlier. You know, and I give my wife a lot of credit for how she helped me manage my relationship with my stepkids in the beginning. You know, we were able to discuss things and I was able to address my concerns and she was able to address, you know, her concerns with me. And, you know, we'd work together and come up with a plan to move forward. And that's the, and that should be the case with any parenting situation. You got to have a plan moving forward, right? You got to be able to talk to each other and communicate these things out and come up with something, you know, that works for everybody. And, you know, this is that's extremely important, right? Because under no circumstances, well, I won't say under no circumstances. I mean, if you if you feel your child's in danger or something like that, then you then, you know, that's a different thing. But under no circumstances, except the danger one, should you act independently as a parent? Especially if you're a step parent, you should never act independently. Everything needs to run through the biological parent that you're in a relationship with. And if the non-residential biological parent is involved, it also needs to go through that other person. But you as a step parent, stay out of that. You know, that needs to be something discussed with the biological parents. If they're, if, if both biological parents are involved, you still have a place in it, but it gets complicated. You don't want to be caught in the middle or create any conflict between biological parents that's uh, uh, that's just something i believe in as a step parent i don't think you should be involved in that you know unless that person comes to you and ask for your your help or your advice you know then you know it's okay and when i say the non-residential parent not to insult anybody's intelligence but just to be clear i'm talking about the biological parent that does not live in the house with the kids it's a, it's very important as a step parent that you respect the relationship between your stepkids and their non-residential parent even if that relationship doesn't even exist you know you still got to show support for that relationship and you know don't make it difficult for your stepkids to have that relationship if that's what they want you know don't criticize it don't judge it you know it's just that's just a major no no because it, you know it it creates resentment and it makes them defensive towards you and you know you don't want to do that right now you know for me my situation like i said my situation is on the simpler side so that's pretty much the major challenges that i faced and i'm and i'm very blessed to have the situation and the supportive wife and the you know and the great step kits that I have, I'm very blessed to be in this situation. So, you know, for anybody out there that's looking for something a bit more complex advice wise, um, there are plenty of resources out there to go check out. But I don't like to speak on things that I'm not familiar with experience wise, you know, because I don't I'm one that believes you can research something and you can you can gather all this information and you can talk about it from a you, you can talk about it from a informative standpoint but if you don't have experience in it you know you shouldn't really try to give people advice on it because it's like they say everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face and, <laughs> and that's how i look at experience right you know you can prepare for something all you want you can plan for it you can read on it all this other good stuff but there's nothing like experience and i'd rather get my advice from somebody who's been through it than somebody who studied it you know, I, I don't know. That's just me. So I, I just choose not to speak on all those additional challenges because I don't face those. Now, as always, you know, I do want to share a few tips with you guys kind of based on some of the things that I learned and I and I've experienced as a step parent. Uh, one of the most important things is the acknowledgement of acceptance. Right. So let's just listen to what I just said again. Right. I said the acknowledgement of acceptance. 
you know, emphasis on the word acknowledgement, right? Because I think people think it's automatically implied just because they're present that they accept their stepkids. It's not. Um, you have to actually acknowledge it through action and words, right? It's just like love. You can't automatically assume someone loves you because they date you or they put up with you or whatever the case may be, right? No, it actually has to be vocalized and you have to show it through your actions. So for me, right, I, I naturally think I'm a good person. So accepting my stepkids was, you know, a no brainer for me. And it was something I didn't think I'd have to make effort to prove. And that was wrong. Um, very wrong. <laughs> and uh, it, in the beginning, my wife, uh, she, you know, my wife is by far the best parent I've ever seen in my life. She has given me so much knowledge in terms of when it comes to parenting and just emotions in general and how people kind of process things and how to acknowledge your feelings or how to acknowledge how you feel about somebody. And where I was wrong is that, you know, your love and attention aren't the same as the biological parents when you're a step parent. So what I had to understand is that your acceptance is being measured in comparison to the people that love them the most. So your stepkids, their gauge or their their measurement, their standard for someone accepting me or someone loving me is going to be measured against how they get treated by their mother, their grandparents, their father their biological father or whatever, you know, that's what you're up against. So you have to show actions and voice the same affection and, and, and emotions and things like that, that these people do, because that's what you've been measured up against. You just can't uh, sit there and assume that they know you, you accept them. No, you have to show it. And I had to learn that. And when I did, that was a major game changer for me. It made my relationships with my stepkids way better. And it was, it was, it was, it was, it was challenging for me because I'm not, like I said, I wasn't the most emotional person. I wasn't the, you know, I didn't really know how to show emotion in that well, you know? So it was a challenge for me at first. So I had to fix me first. And, you know, that was internal stuff that I had to do. And once I kind of, you know, once I understood myself and where my struggles were coming from internally, then I was able to project my newfound emotions and my new self onto them in a positive way. Another tip, uh, kind of spoke on this already. Both parents have to be on the same page. Uh, you've got to be able to communicate your concerns with each other and work to come up with a solution that you both agree on before you address your children. Also, respect. You got to be able to garner respect without demanding it. Respect is earned, not given, right? As I mentioned earlier, you're not there to be a parent at first. You got to form relationships with your stepkids and their mother before you can become an authoritative figure in their life. Lastly, and I say this is important a lot, right? <laughs> I know I do, <laughs> but this is very important. Uh, you got to be supportive of your stepkids without undermining their biological parents. The biological parent, they have the final say so, especially in the beginning. And your kids are going to come to you. Your stepkids, they're going to come to you because, you know, you know what kids do. They try to play on the weaker one. <laughs> You, you know, mom will go tell them to do something or tell them they can't do something. So they'll come to you and say, mom said I can't have whatever. And, you know, they're going to expect you to side with them. You have to know how to be supportive without undermining, right? Instead of undermining what mom said, you, you know, you just tell them, hey, look, you know, I understand your feelings, but we got to go with what mom said. That's you showing support without undermining the biological parent. You know, people that know me personally probably uh, remember the video I posted of my 10 year old stepdaughter getting mad at me 
because uh, she told me that I didn't have to listen to her mom because she's not my mom. That's how she said it. <laughs> she was so mad at me because, you know, I, she was so mad at me because I wouldn't go against what her mom said. No, I was like, that's what she said. That's your mom. I'm not going to go against what she says, you know. But <laughs> oh, God, I love my stepkids. They're crazy hilarious. But before we wrap this up, right, I do want to say this. While being a step parent is challenging, it is also very rewarding and it is very honorable and very respectful. Anyone out there that's a step parent, you have my total respect because you stepped up to something that you didn't have to do. And that is that always gains the most respect for me. And in the end, your kids are going to also acknowledge that and have that same respect for you once they get a little bit older. My kids are already showing me that at the young age they are now, especially my stepson. He's already actually verbally acknowledged that to me. You know, the amount of respect he has for me for that. And man, you, you that makes you feel good, man. So stick with it. You know, I know it can be challenging, especially if you're dealing with some of the more complex, you know, situations. Also, uh, <laughs> one last thing. My stepdaughter, she wants to start telling dad jokes at the end of these podcast. <sighs> Listen. I apologize in advance, but she thinks she is absolutely hilarious. And uh, for the sake of this podcast, I do not. I don't even look at the jokes in advance. I have her text them to me and I don't look at it (laughs) because I want to have a live reaction while I'm actually reading it to you for the first time. So I'm probably going to start doing these at the end of each podcast because, well, that's what my stepdaughter wants. So it is what it is. So here we go. Oh, God. (laughs) My friends hate when I take all their kitchen utensils, but it's a whisk I'm willing to take. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If you have any questions for me, you know where to find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. I appreciate you for taking the time to listen again today. Also, stay tuned for next week's episode. This is Harm signing off. Peace. Peace.